0: Podcast sign. Yeah, hello. We got podcast sign. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your not so special host, Sully. And here I am with the other MVPs returning for another Mystery Science Theater themed discussion. We're discussing the top 10 Mike Nelson Comedy Central era episodes. And returning to the show, we got Ryan. Welcome. <laughs> we got Teresa. Welcome.
1: <laughs> hello. Hello.
0: Hello. Hello. We got Thomas Aquinas Keith blue and mike Insing. hello he's not an ensign he's an Insing. he might be in sync though but um no it's got... mike can sing
2: oh, oh.
0: <laughs> then we got Gil. howdy, howdy. Uh, Partner partnering crime and then we got will steyer also known as the geek with the clip-ons
3: hello
2: hello hello mm. The one down to Minnesota meets some comedy
0: pals of ours. Um, So, yeah, it's just kind of before we kind of get into it wasn't easy to assemble this list because we just had so many. Yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah, funny. Or, oh, it's funny, but I can't watch it again. It's so the movie was painful, but... or the or the host segments weren't the best. You know, so it was funny with this one. You know, because mm-hmm. you know Joel had so many monster movies, and um, you know Sandy Frank and Mike in this case is kind of getting into more just obscure grindhouse and slashers and sword and sorcery type movies. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> and he has three years before yeah he you know they do the movie and then they uh do sci-fi channel era but uh and some of them we we kept mistaking is like wait oh shoot that's a sci-fi channel one. <laughs> we can't put it on the list yeah right um, so uh uh how many of uh of us uh was this your first era you saw versus you know the second era
4: uh, my first one was Warrior of the Wasteland. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I think that's Mike, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think. Oh, the last World. Oh, that's that's Joel. But fair enough. You're coming oh, okay. in near the end before he departs. I think
3: my first full episode I saw was with some friends, and it was a DVD copy of Ega. and that was. Just, that was like season five, just when Joel was still hosting. Like, this was like halfway th- That was almost gotcha. halfway So, you, you were already kind of ready for the almost, unpredictable. Almost. Yeah, like, it was only like, it was like an, ep- it was only, I think after that was like an t- episode or two before he left. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: he went through half of uh, season five. and Yeah. Then- yeah.
2: Right?
3: Okay. Escape started- from the baby
2: sex Machina. <laughs> yeah.
1: Definitely. Um, I started watching right on the turnover into yeah. season six. So like it was some mix of Joel and Mike episodes over the summer and then they like played them out the of fa- order. <laughs> the family emergency. Can I tape them while I go to Colorado on a family trip when season six premiered? Oh wow.
2: Nice.
0: <laughs> so you're looking forward to looking at the tape when you get back.
1: <laughs>
2: yes, yeah. guys.
0: For those before we had TiVo and Spectrum, uh we, we actually set our VCRs to record. <laughs>
4: they they didn't you right. could do that they didn't carry comedy central in des moines oh Um, really yeah and and i and i found out about science theater on a road trip and i was at a hotel and i turned this on i said what the hell is this (laughs) typical reaction yeah i'm really liking this right not sure how i should
0: be feeling right now but i can't turn away
4: (laughs) (laughs) And, and yeah, so I found out my, my brother-in-law at the time, he lived in a place where they had Comedy Central. I said, would you be able to record some tapes for me? And yeah, he was able to nice. do that. That's, that's I how just, I do Oh, it. go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, for I me, I oh. uh, at the... Oh, was he
0: where you finished off? Oh, uh, I'm done. Okay, cool. Um, so with me, uh, I was about 15, maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little bit older, but I saw a commercial because at that time the channel that was Comedy Central was only Comedy Central after midnight. Right. Homebox. And office. so yeah. it, it was just all a mess. And I I caught it uh at some weird ass time and it just, I don't even remember what the first one was. And I I with me and TV, we don't I don't watch things in order a lot. I I have trouble <laughs> scheduling that thing. <laughs> I always have. So I kind of lost contact with it for a minute, and then I came in, and it was Mike instead of Joel, and I was like, "Oh, a new guy." And then you know, <laughs> that was Funny pretty how much how was. I started.
5: Nice. And... Yeah, it was on a twelve thirty, I think, the same time mm-hmm. as Letterman was back. Um, I I kicked in halfway through X Marks the Spot short, which is a great place to start, you know. Nice. And, then you Dinosaur, and then the first one I watched was first spaceship on venus i think oh. but i was i was letterman all the time and i was switching channels during commercials and all of a sudden but the first impression i got was this is really dumb what this is What's dumb. going on Why are they talking a movie? something something <laughs> connected i'm going i'm really inter- what, what is going on so i went back and i think it was it took about five minutes at x marks the spot um short sure, I, I get it you know yeah <laughs> and then, then crow does his little <laughs> dissertation after the short and i said I've, I've not seen this before and i still haven't you know there's still nothing like the show so
6: no absolutely
5: right. not how about you thomas
6: oh gosh um i actually uh i'm probably a young teenager uh caught uh, a date with your family <laughs> oh yeah uh, I didn't, I didn't know, like my like, family my is a friend oh yeah <laughs> everyone so is sister friendly. sister sees the dog uh didn't didn't quite know what to make of it at first. Gave it about two or three minutes. Uh, almost passed out from laughing and said, "Okay, this is the best thing I've ever seen. I need to find more." <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Um, there you
7: go. And it's remember- interesting with
0: this era because this is when the fan base is really taken off. You know, you know, sending in more fan art and doing conventions later on. And in a way, it's just like many other post nineties. Uh, you know, cult movies and shows where they kind of made their own uh niche. business empire, yeah entertainment <laughs> company, and it's interesting here how, yeah, some uh, they just carved out that niche they went kuh, kuh, and just, absolutely, <laughs> and here they're trying you know, Mike isn't doing the you know i I do miss the invention exchange, it's just not the same, but I do like how they're kind of just getting weirder and more. Kookier. <laughs> yeah, they did it for a couple episodes. Then Mike was like, "I'm not a prop comic."
5: Yeah, That's Yeah, right. at least yeah. yeah. That really. Well, was I watched Alien from L.A. and there's one in that. That must be an early one because yeah. they do they do one in that one. I think yeah. so. Like, it was like episode That's one. That's season five. I'm pretty sure.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a season
3: five episodes. That's still early. So yeah, like season five, they did a couple of image exchanges yeah. with Mike. Right.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. and I mean, it only makes sense from a. Comedy or acting standpoint, we're just like I'm going to be me. You know, I'm not going to be if I'm not uh-huh. good at being someone else. He's you a better know, character I'll never evolved. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they they stopped doing the invention exchange with Outlaw of Gore Five Nineteen. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. Oh. nice. We'll talk <laughs> good, about that. Good one.
0: catch.
4: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk
1: about that later.
4: <laughs> totally. So, I want to try Cabot as a drinking game?
0: Cabot. Cabot. Cabot.
4: And all the phallic oh, and all the phallic statues it probably wouldn't last a half hour oh man
0: (laughs) right you know what let's let's go ahead in no particular order let's get let's get into outlaw also known as outlaw gore so this was yeah written by a misogynist writer it was filmed in like bulgaria or or south africa and um uh, you don't need to see the first one because it really doesn't make any sense it's basically another lord of the rings type you know sword and sandals you know with wizards and shit and Jack oh, I either, I thought that was Basically a cool.
4: fetish novel.
0: It's a fetish novel, yeah. Fetish, and, serious, really.
4: Yeah. It's so wild
0: yeah. how the main gal in this, she went on to become a B movie actress, and I think Play, playmate and uh the other unlikable lead is often the main mocking point where they're just like, kill him, kill him.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Watney Smith. Watney Smith. That was a problem with many low budget. That's the problem with a lot of low budget. Fantasy movies is like the lead is either bland as hell or a giant asshole.
0: Right. Yeah, and, and course, you get in between, you keep waiting for him to be lead, like.
3: Yeah,
0: you keep waiting for him to be like. Just got like. You keep waiting for him to be like Warrior of the Lost World, where he just leaves his daughter to be killed, and you're like, "What's going on here? <laughs> is Isn't this written by, by an giant? alien who doesn't know about empathy or?" <laughs> I don't know how to do heroes Is the
5: <laughs> problem. yeah? They really yeah. don't and. Well, like, like one of the quote teenagers from outer space, the the nice one, yeah. It, it does make me wish at times that they could have reused
0: the Mitchell quote, the hero of the movie. Everyone, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Star I of found, the movie, ladies I and gentlemen. I found general. the most. I thought the most memorable character in the whole movie was Queen Laura and she might actually be the strongest female character in any of these mystery science theater movies. Yeah,
0: because she's not sexualized or anything.
1: (laughs) She's not sexualized.
3: She's (laughs) brazen. I mean, she's cute, but we mean
0: she's not just
3: the, you know, mindless. Another side effect of exploitation movies is, yeah, the women characters often just get Sexualized and/or fridged and hiring her wine, You
5: disgusting yeah. worm is so memorable. Oh you know, yeah, I was gonna yes. say she doesn't the stinger. That, that might be my favorite <laughs> stinger ever. It's just, it's the plastic boobacle. It, no oh. you disgusting worm you know at the at the end <laughs> <laughs>
0: it,
5: oh, it, it, right. it, it right. just all it all, all, almost jumps out of the screen at you you know oh totally it's and whenever so you there. see a video game that's like fantasy
0: or an rpg nowadays you do wonder how half the time how many of those gamers probably grew
4: up watching movies like these and oh, yeah. a stylish take on it but better <laughs> i think you almost mentioned it ryan but there was a song
5: Yep. Uh, Press yeah, "Crazy oh, That's one of yeah, the best yeah, songs. Yeah. Tubular, tubular joy. It did remind yeah.
0: me of the tubular, tubular joy. Yeah. Song. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, um, it's great. I mean that that it is, is it's it's, a, it's it's one of those things that you hum
1: along with and Mike gets stuck in your head a little bit for a while. Mm, totally. It firmly established that Mike is the musical theater guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, to... ismocrat musical theater.
3: Right, uh, he, right. Uh, he did he, songs behind the scenes too, right? Before he was hosting, I think so. He's got a ton of
5: song credits I've seen. Yeah. if you read like the Gamera, is super neat song, and I think piano. so. But
0: it's just interesting how you, lo- you read some of his books and he talks about how he would often like uh, get picked on or hurt in like a stupid play, and he basically wanted to be just the idiot who stood out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, fill with dignity kind of in a way um and so well, once again no order we also had village of the giants picked which is one of ron howard's earlier
2: acting credits
4: well <laughs> oh. uh, and the most notable thing for that at the beginning of the movie it's the song it's the music that they used in uh death proof i think it was with- i think with- so <laughs>
2: uh,
5: that movie <laughs> oh, Bridges is so smart. Oh, I just want to. Every time he's on screen, I want to slap him. He's just <laughs> between that and Cabot, not Cabot, but Cabot's buddy. They're they're like tied for the most American yeah. I, I him. That's for sure. The guy from yeah. uh, Cabot's.
0: Like, buddy. Can't believe this is a real person that was written on screen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's got to, and it's got Tommy Kirk from like of like Disney fame. Yeah, yep. yep. Also, Kelly another MST episode, but like. The, the older, the older son in Old Yeller, and there's that yep. redheaded lady that, like, within the last like five to
4: ten years, she did a song. I wish I could remember what it was, but uh, she did the dancing
6: and they made a joke. Uh, about Tony, Tony Basil. Oh yeah, yeah. she's yeah. in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know she was in that. Cool. And Joe Turkle Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was in every. He was up I'm looking, in, a, I'm looking up IMDb
3: now of like the cast for that. Like, there are yeah. times
0: where you will see them watch these movies, and you kind of wish they'd kind of note some of the pe- famous people who were in it but i think yeah if they tried to they just had to cut for time it's like we just can't you focus would be, you would
2: be or they
0: may not they might not have it recognized them they are bit
3: parts it, yeah. it, it was like yeah it was a small role like yeah i mean hell just watching these movies how like so many act certain actors go in are in other movies i'm like i've seen too many of these <laughs> Right. Yeah, like, when, you start, <laughs> when you start recognizing certain actors in other movies, you're just like, "Oh my god, that guy!" Yeah.
0: yeah. And then there's uh, one, another Mike C.C. C. C. movie that was uh, "Revenge of the Creature," which stars well, not doesn't star, has a bit part, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. I would have put that movie on the list, except we weren't allowed to do sci-fi.
5: Well, yeah. Well, oh, we'll, we'll, right. we'll divide is- it
6: up. <laughs>
4: that's
6: right. That was at the <laughs> beginning of sci-fi.
5: Yeah, what do they say? Yeah.
6: This this guy's terrible. This will be his last movie, or something like
0: that. Yeah. They had to get something from the Universal Classic Monster Vault. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, we we also had Angels Revenge on here, and that's once again them having Talking to face off with Raiden Clark's very dark. Oh, Lord. I was movies.
4: I was so hoping I could find an uncut version of that, only to find out it was a TV movie.
0: <laughs> was, Somehow they to were allowed to air risky. it late at night on TV. You just can't mm-hmm. believe well, it. Well,
3: it's not like it's not. I don't. Think, is there any nudity in it? I don't think there's nudity. No, there is. No, oh, so, yeah, the like it's, it's it's the kind of movie you think would would go on it would go full exploitation yeah. with nudity and stuff because they're definitely sexualizing the women in the movie. It's like so Charlie's like, Angels, but with bikers. It, you kind of wish it.
2: It went kind of more exploitation smart because
3: stuff. otherwise, it's so just. It's mostly just stupid. But, <laughs> no, what it was, was all, all about, about power. I'm, well, and yeah, and once again, the second power. movie out here that has <laughs> Jack the <Delance>. It also <laughs> so star- with- also the main the main woman of the of the movie is is Grady Clark's wife. Yeah, oh, oh, really? The true. teacher, yeah, she she
6: his wife, April. The teacher was married to Grady Clark. She was also in Star Games, the Grady Clark yes, one. Yes, with Grady Clark
3: and their two sons, it starred their two, two sons and and Tony Curtis. Oh. Yeah, Star Date, man. That Tony Curtis great. as a king, as a alien king with a Brooklyn accent.
6: Mm-hmm. yeah Greg clark has some kind of weird hypno power where you can get actors who are way too good for his movies into his movies it really doesn't it make sense
2: <laughs> yeah because you see
0: he some of those other guys who them. make sleazy movies and you're like they must be a real piece of work and he's like that's oh. pretty calm and laid back surprisingly yeah he, he does conventions
5: I mean, yeah, sir, Gil- Howl, mr howell mr howell shows up in that one too doesn't yeah, yeah. Jim- yeah. Oh, oh, and,
3: okay. and alan hill jr
5: Dar- Darby oh, and- oh really so he got two of the
3: castaways i didn't oh yeah they're in different scenes together but yeah like alan in okay. beginning with the lounge singer
5: oh that's right he um, just he's like, basically tells, he, tells he, her how he great she is yes yeah. <laughs> <Right>. and, and <laughs> jim
3: back and jim back is the leader of like a of a like a military of like a <laughs> militia yeah. like a was it a yeah he's in uniform he's in uniform yeah were they yeah. neo-nazis or just some kind of like he, he, they were trying
0: military. to get uh ammo from him
3: yeah,
4: yeah. what kind yeah. of compound was that? It looked like a hillbilly hangout.
3: Right. They
4: were making drugs or something. something.
3: <laughs> 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 also, just a framing device of starting off with the action. Like, how did
6: we get in this situation?
3: I'm like, this didn't feel necessary for the plot. Yeah. <laughs> that that right. wasn't originally
6: yeah. planned from what I've heard. Originally, it was supposed to go in chronological order, and it kind of bombed, so they said, okay, we'll read it. He was
5: beyond, beyond washed up at that point in his career. Because, yeah, didn't he? Like, no one's heard of him by then, you know. <laughs> and like, probably had a.
3: I think stuck up for some. I think Pierre Lawford sat the whole time. As he was drunk. <laughs> oh, they yeah, joke about that. That'll do it not for actors. Like, <laughs> like, like, I don't think he stood up the whole movie, or at least not much. No,
0: right. One of, of the like scenes of Angels' revenge that sticks out for me is where they're buying the van, and he offers them a price with eighty-eight cents on the end. Yeah, the guy for eighty-eight. <laughs> they they try they talk him down to eighty eight cents, and I'm like,
3: what? <laughs> What's the <Yeah>. point? <laughs> I think funny Grady Clark, thought point, it was ladies. Funny. If I had to guess, he thought it was, Grady Clark play thought it was funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably because yeah. his sense of humor is not great. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's the thing. Like a lot of his movies definitely seem to have moments that are supposed to be funny on purpose, but fail to be funny. Like mm-hmm. Star
2: Games.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah
3: star games Ooh. i'm pretty sure mo- like moments in in um what's it called uninvited are supposed to be like funny but they're not actually funny it's the more absurd moments like with the cat that are funny yeah, yeah man because i mean i don't know how you could have ever thought that was going to be legitimately scary yeah,
0: yeah. angel's yeah. revenge is basically exploitation
4: light like it. yeah uh, like it's, it's, it's more, more light it's, it's it's usa network like
3: because exactly. like no no yeah. yeah, like, nope, none, none of the women are getting like beat around a lot like you would in these movies like they get they get in danger but they're not like being assaulted yeah, uh, like the, the worst that happens to them is at the end with the main girl being like put into a pool with a weight with like a weight at the end like she's being like they're trying to like they're threatening to drown essentially <laughs> yeah which is bad but like compared to other exploitation movies that's like that's yeah. fairly yeah. light
6: like it's exactly. kind of standard james bond kind of parallel
3: like the the, the, bar, the the villains for, love to for laugh, for, laugh the for the sake of laughing <laughs> yeah
1: while we're uh, talking about Angel's Revenge, I'd like to mention like I looked up all the women and Kieu Chin, who played Kaka Umaru, the Japanese character, is the only one of them who's still working.
2: Oh really. And really?
1: She went on yeah. to pl- she went on to play Su and Wu, the mother and Joy Luck Club, who's like the whole really? reason for the wow. whole story. Cool.
3: Wow. Someone Sweet who now. actually
0: had a career.
1: Wow. I thought her character was
3: I thought yeah. I thought I thought her character was Vietnamese, but she was doing like katana stuff. The act yeah, she, Oh, was is the, weird the character
1: thing. actually Vietnamese? Because the actress is Vietnamese. Okay, okay. But the well, name Kako Umura, doesn't look like a the, Vietnamese. No, that's a name. Japanese I know, but that's name. the
3: thing. I think the character was I think the character's name is Japanese, but I'm pretty sure they say in the narration she's Vietnamese. But yeah, she's got like a katana and teaching a karate class, which was the confusing yeah. aspect of that character. We're
0: kind of tone deaf.
3: That's the thing about that's the thing also about exploitation movies. When they have a character who's Asian, they basically just use all of the Asians like culture yeah. in their in their backstory. Yeah. It always yeah, we'll bothers. She, she
1: didn't yeah. have enough lines. I wanted to hear her have more lines and she just moves the katana around and
3: like I'm pretty sure they were vague about like odd job in, in Goldfinger was like his his background was fairly vague on his on his martial arts technique, which was just being big and hard to h- knock over. Yeah.
1: But today she's still in stuff. She was in an episode of The Neighborhood oh, and NCIS LA yeah. and oh, ER. That's good for her. Oh, good for her. She got a lifetime awesome. achievement at San Diego Asian Film Fest. Oh, and, that's and, very that's cool. cool.
3: <laughs> well, good for her. She survived. Grady
0: Clark.
5: The real hero of the movie, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you can.
3: You, if your career survives, Grady Clark, that's something. Yeah.
5: yeah. Right. I've Riff yeah. did that with Mary Jo Pill and um, yeah. Bridget Nelson. Yeah, they, I, they I think it's a little more of an extended cut. Yeah. i yeah. to look at it again. I think it, there's a couple yeah, of extra. It's
3: like, scenes. well, yeah, because they don't have to worry about commercials and stuff. They'd have to, because, yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing like too bad in there they'd have to cut out for censoring. It was just, they, anything they cut out would usually be for like commercials and
5: for time. Yeah. That, and well, scenes that were just not as comments. Because, yeah, it longer. seems
6: trim trim like the more like, Meandering scenes that these movies often have. Mm-hmm. There's, there's actually a whole plot line they cut out in the Mystery Science Theater version with uh, Neville Brand, who was a big star in the '40s. Oh playing, yeah, uh, the, the cops.
5: Oh, the boss. I remember yeah, from Laredo. Were,
6: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah so
5: Reese, Reese Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Brid-
3: Bridget and Mary Joe's version is also very fun. I'll have to check out that version. I'm then, liking what the, doing. those two, those two have those two have really great chemistry. Yeah. I like, yep.
0: Okay, so the. Next one we got here is laser blast.
3: (laughs) This is a popular one,
0: being by Empire Pictures. The last one in that movie. Yeah, and and they kept joking. Leonard Maltin, he gave us a passable review.
5: (laughs) They they riffed my hometown in that one. Are you ready to rock, Grand Rapids? So I'm I'm, (laughs) I'm I'm sitting in Grand Rapids Township right now. So that that was like what. Really? <laughs> Eddie it's D- all good. Eddie Deason playing a bully?
3: All fun and games, but Wait, that might have been his first movie. Eddie Deezen, that might be Eddie Deason's first movie, *Laser Blast*. Was it? Yeah, before he became
0: that. a very big voice actor on Nickelodeon. Like, yeah, yeah, like he, yeah,
3: yeah he voiced, and he's Archangel such clap. a
0: perv, and you're just like this character. I don't know why I should root for him.
3: <laughs> like, be like, yeah, like he, like he's playing a bully when normally he plays the nerdy character in a movie. Like, best
0: yeah. He's, he's a nerdy bully, though. That's for sure. Yeah.
3: The other bully looks <laughs> Bull- him, too. He got like the main guy who looks kind of like Mark Hamill crossed with Steve Buscemi crossed with yeah. <laughs> kind of a little bit of Michael Shannon in there.
0: Years before yeah. any of those guys
3: were really <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, well, he and Mark Hamill, he, uh, Kim Milford, and Mark Hamill were in a movie together, uh, Corvette right. Summer. Uh, yeah. That's okay. right. Didn't they reuse some of Andy the same Collins. cars? But yeah. yeah. Maybe. He kind of looks, but like he's kind of looking and sounding like Mark Hamill in *Laser Blast*. Like the way he's doing his voice, like he's kind of doing a, like he's he's kind of sounding like Luke Skywalker in scenes with the way he talks. <laughs> well,
5: they sure blew up know. a Star Wars sign in that movie. Yeah, too. yes they did. Out of it's nowhere, like, oh, god,
3: there's a billboard, this, 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 and then this movie's they gonna bl- blow Star Wars away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! And they got you go, baby. You go, Keenan Wynn in there as a as a senile grandpa,
0: <laughs> and, and, and Ronnie yeah. McDowell who, who seems right like up, yeah. Like, marty movie. mcdowell oh my
3: Boy, god, god ronnie mcdowell so many movies are just like what are you doing here uh, he check. was
0: pretty much about what, what how much effort does it require and will i be good in it you know I mean, <laughs> shit. or how much money does it pay yeah, yeah.
6: i can't imagine this movie paid much well, I, th- I think mcdowell really liked to work to be honest he's yeah, just well, one of those actors that really enjoyed working so he you know really what? does if he had fun making the movie great
3: i mean it you a lot of these movies you hear behind the scenes stories where a lot of the actors did seem to have fun making that at
4: least mm-hmm. well the the hip guy it i forgot what movie are we talking about now oh, laser, laser, blast. Blast. laser blast okay never mind
3: and like the heavy set cop in that movie was a character actor in a ton of things oh yeah, yeah. probably always playing, playing a cop or-, <laughs> or a biker or something yeah
2: some there dude. was a
0: weird, weirdo hippie guy in Laser Blast, though.
3: The one you yeah, said I a bunch of so. weird rhymes. He's been in a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> then you had like the uh, stop motion aliens, which were pretty neat. Like they were done by, oh, what was that stop motion guy's name? David Allen. David No, Allen. not here. No. Uh, not for the Ariazen ones,
5: I think. Uh, David <laughs> Allen was the
6: one.
5: David Yeah, David uh, Allen.
3: He did, he did a lot of stop I motion for Full Moon. Like the stop motion yeah, effects are, are good.
5: Yeah. yeah, they they were really good.
3: Thing is, a lot of of full moon movies have like these interesting ideas, but they go for camp
0: and other stupidity, so yeah. Like, they're clearly
3: like the movie wasn't going for clear, clearly, the movie wasn't going for total seriousness, I would say.
0: I do like Charles Band in general because he's just very friendly at conventions, and he's like, if you, you know, stop buying these movies if you don't want more stupidity. (laughs) I mean,
3: (laughs) you're not gonna lord, lord knows they mastered the art of box art because I mean. Well, and they had reasonable production values and they were family-owned. So, because
0: you see some Roger Corbin movies where you're like, yeah, someone definitely didn't make any money or
3: probably put peanuts. (laughs) I mean, parts of Laser Blast aren't, like, poorly shot. There are certain shots that look decent for what it is. Yeah, it's just they're goofy. And the explosion effects are pretty decent as well. Like, when stuff explodes, it's like, it feels like a, oh, shit, this could have really hurt somebody.
2: Yep. (laughs)
3: Next it's just the whole concept is just like, oh my god, it's out there,
2: just <laughs>
7: yeah.
0: turn your brain off. So we got oh, yeah. the brain that wouldn't die. So why did you guys pick <laughs> Mike's this first full episode? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so the nostalgia of this first I, episode, and do you just love the riffs or the host segments the most on this one? Would you say? Oh,
5: no, I mean, for, for Mike's first, that's a very dark movie.
6: <laughs> yeah, really. it's, got, it's yeah. got a very misogynistic.
5: <laughs> There's a severed head on a pl- plate plate
3: yeah. with a house <laughs> mate remains alive. Yeah. Surprisingly, that's my wife's favorite. It's more like yeah. the head die, but I guess brain and wind die sounds better. Yeah, it's it's got I some mean, funny rhythms. Rears-
6: I don't I don't like the movie particularly. I think it's it's just kind of a little nasty
0: for my taste. Yeah. 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 Kind of a video well, of nasty before there was a video nasty. So, <laughs> I, I
4: did I did find some humor in him trying to find a body.
6: Oh yeah. She can't have a cardboard body, real bad. Uh-huh it's
3: yeah. just like hmm, now honey i might pick something that may not be to your liking and,
6: and,
2: <laughs>
4: and
3: everybody he's he's just leering
4: at every woman he comes across and mm. you know and then there's that woman who's so disfigured
3: because of that tiny scar she's got on the side <laughs> yeah oh wow oh how could you go out in the daylight mm. and right. what and that thing he had behind his door the the creep that his preview experiment like what led to that
0: <laughs> yeah there's people how, like experiments the, appear like and some, exit it, and you're like, it's how it's many experiments does he scientist?
3: have? It's like the makeup person was just told, make make a deformed face, do whatever you want with it. So, right.
0: Any reason for their being there, we'll just delete it
4: later. Right. yeah. <laughs> at
3: least it's just make something <laughs> weird. <laughs> some looking. Walking, okay. Just slap Play-Doh on his face and just mush it around. <laughs> Who cares if the nose is on top of his head? <laughs> it's weird. It's it's freaky. It'll it'll
5: freak people out. Right. now was her name actually Jan because it started Jan in the Pan Jan in Jan the
0: Pan but her name was Jan in the movie because okay. you could kind of tell which movies were just being re so much you're like we gotta have this be a recurring character We, you
4: know, <laughs> you know and I, I did like the beginning of the movie when he's like having surgery on this person's brain and it's like they don't have to go through bone or anything to get to it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it so bone be damned
4: <laughs> yeah and then and then like somebody's like saying hey doctor and they're like doctor? They, they come through the yeah. door I, I don't remember what it was but they they come from a weird place offset it's like yeah. they walk yeah. onto the set staging we'll figure it out later yeah. Yeah, virginia, yeah, virginia,
6: then... go ahead say virginia leith who did that movie actually died quite recently and wow. oh, did she, she? Not like being asked about that. She would get very angry she brought <laughs> up that She's like, I'm an <laughs> actress. You did a B picture. i <laughs> buzz <laughs> off.
2: <laughs> and then there was
0: that weird, weird uh, part at the beginning of the movie where it seems like his dad is kind of pervin on them a little bit. Yeah, it's like always
2: it the Wouldn't be fun to watch
0: like, you kiss anymore when you get yeah, married. And true. then she says something about test tube babies and shit. Yeah, it's it's like, like, you know, it's, what the hell was that? A creepy be, you know? god, jury, and executioner kind of, yeah, playing god kind of scientist. And half the time, like yeah. you say, you're like, I don't know what to feel, but it's creeping me out, and not in a right. way where I thought the script was well done. Just bad. <laughs> yeah, just terrible. And Careful
4: then the when, they, and they made that, they made fun of you know when they when he grabbed the head
3: and he's running and they're making football jokes.
6: <laughs> yeah, I, I the Nobel Prize <laughs> and the Heisman Trophy. What? what?
3: Boy, her makeup sure stayed stayed on well. For in yeah. her head being split, yeah. and then being put in,
5: a, put, put in a cloth. How did she get telepathic powers too? That just came out of nowhere. Remember, she's able to kill people with her mind. <laughs> the chemical,
3: yeah. the chemicals that were keeping her alive somehow messed with her brain chemistry. It's okay. science; you
4: would understand. like, like, her like her the Flash ends. with a
3: yeah, the lightning chemicals. Okay. She had like a she had like a psychic link to the deformed creature behind the door
2: yeah or and she it's could a shame just shame because you kind of
0: could really like the movie advanced. better if it went to be like Hammer Horror or Universal but it's just it feels like it's just like say <laughs> made on the cheap as I recall Keeps she show. kept saying she wanted to die but of course the guy wasn't letting her die yeah, it's she, almost she like, like the earlier Joel one. episode with the crawling hand you know <laughs> you yeah. just, you're like so who do I root for since everyone's basically awful
3: the creature, oh, oh, the yeah. humans <laughs> oh yeah giant spider evasions like that yeah everyone's almost every character in that movie is awful in some way
0: right to where you're just like and because the movie's shot in a voyeuristic way you're like so are we the audience perverts for looking in on this crazy
3: (laughs) that's right audience you're the perverts not me the director
0: right freaking director um so we had danger death ray on here. <laughs> it's good. One of the boring, scary. most boring movies that boring spy movies.
4: That one's
5: blocked my memory. I, yeah, I, I actually enjoyed that movie. That's one
4: of my favorites. I like I like the spy movies though. You got He's the guy strong. who played Tarzan in the fifties and sixties. The 60s.
0: Spy and sorcery movies I do find underrated, yeah. and people get distracted more by the
6: monsters and biker films. <laughs> yeah, I, at least I that one it. does a sorry. At least that one gives a good role to Cambot when he starts weeping when they're shooting out the camera yeah rare, rare instances where he gets to actually that was pretty
2: great
0: oh, yeah. it almost makes you wonder if it's like some of those italian james bond knockoffs if this plot ever got you know ripped off for we'll return after these messages do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between goku and superman Hi, I'm James Gavsey and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games.
3: We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. (laughs) Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America vs. Darth Vader, Solid Snake vs.
0: The Iron Giant, classic matchups like Robocop vs. Terminator, and even The Muppets vs. Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast.
3: Now back to the feature presentation.
4: Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300
0: chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each
1: episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it.
4: We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or
0: not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers. I Other TV, TV
3: movies. movies. <laughs> <Special Agent laughs> Bart, Probably
1: My favorite oh, yeah, part of Bartow. Danger Death Bartow. Ray was when they totally destroyed Crow. I thought that the, yeah. the warping of Crow to be shot by a laser blast was beautiful.
6: <laughs> and that he yeah.
1: still moves after the cartoon
6: demolition mm-hmm. yeah and they did not expect the fire to be that big but trace just stayed in character and kept going so <laughs> yeah,
0: it's yeah, yeah you can't redo it on that low
2: budget <laughs> right. yeah
6: huh Acting. one take
2: one
3: uh, take oh, oh. Man. And... Like these Foreign made for- movies made by foreign directors who like think certain names sound cool, like, well, Bart Fargo. Like, I guess somehow to an Italian person, that sounds like a cool name.
7: That's
0: right. that <laughs> was American a qu- to the
7: American
3: name. Or, like, or help uh, Zap Rousdauer. That was a movie. Yeah, you know, that Rousdauer, was yeah.
0: Maybe the Canadian, says was, that's cool. The director was Dutch. It might be, yeah. It might even be a is- troll two case where. You know, they needed a interpreter on set and they still with those interpreters weren't figuring out what they needed to say. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Just say it just say it the way we wrote it. So,
0: right. Yeah. Even though the way we say it wrote the way it.
3: I wrote so, it. Yeah. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. So, I
0: walk this movie if you change a word, even though we gotta change a word. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, it's also got that weird what uh, watch in the twin pull shot that they use for yeah. the stinger in that movie. Is that yeah. A, yeah, the, something the, like that. Yeah. The yeah. edited
0: really weird. Yeah, the mm-hmm. hand is—he throws it out the window, and then you see a hand putting
2: it in. <laughs> <All> putting <on. laughs>
0: that shit was great. Continuity, was so oh, great. man. <laughs> so, what are our thoughts on Zombie Nightmare, and especially how Star Adam West appeared at one of the Turkey Day specials? Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, that was been good
0: about making fun of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the way. Uh, got oh, sure. finally got like, I think when they were releasing the DVDs, they someone asked her to sign in. And she's like, I had no idea anyone knew about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd imagine. Oh, shit. Imagine. God.
3: The, the guy who runs over John Michael Thor is director Sean Levy.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> yep, yeah, Deadpool
2: 3.
3: Yeah, that's
0: like I, how uh, Dean Devlin, who's known for his Roland in Emmerich infamous disaster movies, appears in City Limits. It's fun seeing future. Yeah. Actor turned filmmakers, you know, in lesser work, <laughs>
2: working
0: with right. their friends at the time, slumming, slumming. Yeah, and they're not even; <laughs> they haven't even started. They're slumming. <laughs> right, they're just in the slum. I'm just here. Um
3: right. like the 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 one detective guy who sounded who sounded like this. Yeah,
4: like there was he was he a coroner? I think he was the coroner. Yeah, yeah. You,
0: know, yeah. Know, and you are seeing... looking for one
4: large
3: individual. <laughs> like Absolutely i mean, voice and, and seeing
0: frank deitz who's one of the stars uh, sharing his stories about it i think i got a document of it and he went on to have a big photography and art direction career and he's oh. like he could see why adam west was a trooper because the director was basically high all the time just you know <gasps> he's a metal singer so he has no idea of how to make a movie and uh, they're right. basically and they, he just wants to do horror that's what he knows yeah. And the and- guy playing one of the zombie creatures coming back from the dead, uh, Pee Wee Pee-mont, later became a award-winning stunt coordinator on blockbusters like The Departed and uh, Southland. <laughs> and nice. they were mad at him because they had to fire him because he was eating virtually everyone's food. Like the catering was worse on that than Battlefield. They're like, guys, <laughs> there's not much food here. We gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like that the host segments in Zombie Nightmare gave us a choice on whether voodoo can be used for evil or good yeah. In,
0: yeah. in the first segment the filmmakers same, don't know so they're just using it
1: you could give Jimmy Carter a hug or in the last <laughs> segment when Frank turns Forrester into a zombie that was again yes. legit scary and gave me that body snatcher feeling
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah were- years before Frank goes to second banana heaven you're like what does Frank become? <laughs>
5: <And> oh <my laughs> God. You gotta, you gotta gonna, add several to, to, to the list of Batmans, too, from that episode. Yeah. Ah, that's true. You yeah. Know. And Mike was Robin, yeah. Mike oh, and that,
6: that oh, voodoo yeah.
3: lady that was in yeah. yeah, the voodoo lady. Oh, my. Molly Molly McKimbe? Yeah. She
6: yeah. was, he was completely unintelligible, and I love it.
3: Yeah, We're like, go
1: I'm in the coconut.
6: You needed something. Miss Cleo was more
3: intelligible. <laughs> was more was <laughs> <intelligible. laughs> yeah. more Eligible, intelligible yeah it works yeah. interesting it's just like yeah you know, what do you saying throughout most of this and the mo- and, and the guy's mother was apparently wearing mrs. Morhe's sweater
0: yeah really? it's like they needed merchandise in there and it just make you wonder Is like does someone
6: wish they were
3: <laughs> and the stereotypical italian shopkeeper didn't have a stereotypical italian name hank, hank peters
6: yeah. mm-hmm. hank peters it's italian like gro- hank peters italian <laughs> <grosser>.
3: <laughs> like what you sound like you came out of a, a Super Mario cartoon. Uh,
0: totally. Yeah, been, uh, <laughs> oh, this is another one where Rift, where Rift tracks, uh, yeah, redid it. Did
3: yeah. They do. There is they, stuff cut out bad. of the version,
6: like Hank Peters. <laughs> right. I mean okay. I, I I I didn't know Rift tracks treated it, but I'm not surprised because there's so much violence. I
0: mean, in the yeah. desert, it's
6: pretty nasty. So. Oh yeah,
0: there was nudity too.
3: Yeah, so like, let's check that out. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. I that, think they're like brief, yeah. Like some brief. brief. Unity. Was <laughs> oh,
4: zombie it Zombie Nightmare? They did Zombie Nightmare, but had John Micklethor, he was also a rift tracks they did for uh was it Rock and Roll Nightmare?
3: Yeah, Rock, rock and Roll, yeah. roll Nightmare. nightmare. Oh, oh, that, that, oh, wow. I think like, I think I think the opening credits have it as Gates of Hell or something like that, but yeah. Because yeah. like, like it's got different titles, but yeah, they also did that one, which John Micklethor he also wrote the script for. Yeah.
2: Hmm. <laughs>
7: I Nobody think a lot
0: really... of people just like the Motorhead intro and that's
7: it. <laughs> yeah.
3: Which yeah. doesn't which like I guess because they knew Motorhead, because like this song doesn't match at all what's going on. It's like yeah. but because but I guess because John Mickle yeah. Thor probably knew Motorhead, he was able to get they were able to get permission to use the song. Yeah. Did did Trace oh. and
5: Frank uh riff brain the wooden diet this year too? It I did, think just they recently. Did. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's kind of cool
4: and (laughs) in in fact uh in fact this week they did uh, this week they did teenagers from outer space
5: oh that's right yeah Yeah. i just
4: watched it it yet
3: but
5: i I I
4: remember but
3: i love looking up the information of that movie too how like that was the it was a vanity project for the director and the star were lovers so like you wanted to make a movie for him which you know what that's actually pretty the story that that story is a sweet that's a sweet sounding story in that regard <laughs> he wanted to make a movie for his boyfriend. That's that's sweet. I think. Now the yeah, the execution wasn't great. No, but we in there
6: It was at least still entertain. It was still entertaining. Are we he just <laughs> from outer space. The the director uh, Tom Griffin and David Love, who played Derek, yeah, were yeah. actually lovers. Yeah. They were
3: lovers. Yeah, like they were secret. And like he he made the movie for him as a star vehicle.
6: Yep.
5: <laughs> Which is one of the one he thought he was Jesus and put an ad in the paper about it or something? Yeah, I the yeah, I think the director. He's yeah, the he, Jesus years, of metal. Yeah,
3: yeah like years <laughs> later, he went. He had a mental breakdown.
5: Wow. Yeah. Teenage, the director from Teenagers or the star?
3: I think the director.
5: The director. Okay. Oh no, that guy. Okay.
3: Well,
5: had yeah. like a mental breakdown and yeah, claimed he was Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <So errors. laughs> Well he's in the movie too. I think he's a reporter in the movie or Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. I think yeah. I, yeah. we know <laughs> too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're also getting out of the top ten, so I apologize, but... oh, good. So let's go on <laughs> to
0: Escape uh, Bronx Warriors two, but known here on TV on MST as Escape two thousand. <laughs>
7: yeah.
0: yeah You well, must leave the Bronx.
4: Was this the one that was
3: yeah.
4: was this the one that was a sequel? So yes, pretty, yeah, a
3: kind it's of so wild. How the, it's fairly, it's got the same, like, it's got the same lead actor, but I'm pretty sure it's he's also called trash in both movies. But it's, but it's, it's the same movie,
0: they were trying to do a mixture of Walter Hill's The Warriors meets Escape from New York, <laughs> but like Mad Max, the, the,
3: the sequel has a lot of the same, has some of the same people, in it, though I think they are some that are playing characters
0: but, now. I, I don't I, mind it on cut, uh, those looking for character development, it's a fun, stupid beat em up, but. Uh, at the same time, yeah, they had to cut it for violence, and so it's just so wild how yeah, uh, another one. Toblerone. the Day character Day. Mike plays in the end credits, you know, he, he's like, hey, I survived. It's like, well, not in the not in the uncut version. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, Ryan, I think uh, yeah, they did both those Bronx movies. Yep. Rift Tracks, Rift, Tracks did. Yeah, yeah. Rift Tracks. The first
0: one had a sweet scene of this guy totally eating it on his bike. Like, just embarrassed face on the Pavement just eating it, yeah. There's that. Fred Williamson's in the part one, and it's a montage of them beating a bunch of people up. To where you're like, Did Robert Rodriguez and Tarantino watch this on repeat? (laughs) (laughs) Because
2: it's totally the same. Oh, I bet they did. I (laughs) bet (laughs) they did.
0: Just stylish exchange. Vic Morrow's in the first one, too. Yeah, yes, he is. And he's like a, oh, his character's called. I kind of assume that he's raping half the guys, basically to show his dominance. So he's an alpha male or some shit. but right,
3: uh, His character's called Hammer,
0: and Fred Williamson's called the Ogre. The Ogre, yeah. <laughs> and part two is kind of more like Return of the Jedi. They're setting up charges and blowing up bunkers, and they're
7: just telling basically making fun of
0: how like how big is this Bronx? But well, what gets me every time is when you see the elderly gentleman who looks like a CIA kind of guy, and they're like. Wilfred Ripley, special
2: agent Double O Seven.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Aren't those both supposed to be post-apocalyptic? But you can clearly see traffic in New York City in the background. Am yeah. I wrong on that? I think
7: sure. They
5: did. I some mean, some we can probably assume thing. that. Probably.
0: I mean, like, you, anything you think that might be bad about a movie, it, it might be true. It looks <laughs>
3: po- it's like it's like post-apocalyptic with Robocop elements, and that like. Big cor- a big corporation seems to own a lot of what's happening in this yeah, world. Yeah,
0: they own the police and the kill, squ- who are basically Gestapo kill squads. So sort they're of And the people. Bronx
3: is like some kind of is essentially a, a, like a war zone. Like basically everyone just lives there.
0: And Crow just of, keeps like,
3: piping up saying, "I agree with Henry Silva." <laughs> and
2: then,
3: like the main guy, trash is this blank staring be- meathead, basically yeah.
0: just an NPC
3: and they apparently if you look at the trivia
0: there was a rumor going around that he had died because no one's been ever able to find him <laughs> i
3: already yeah i read he committed suicide or something Oof. Yeah. i thought that was a rumor I, but who knows i don't know maybe it's not i mean maybe it's a rumor
0: and he has this kind of a weird setup where you just see him in his room he's got all these posters and then he's like a, a futuristic bike or
3: something like that yeah it's
0: and i like, like it better than a lot of all, the, other the actor movies. was
3: discovered in a the actor was discovered at a shoe shop or something that's sad. Yeah. I miss you. Like trash. they, like the, like, the, like they, yeah, like some casting guy saw him yeah. in a shoe shop, and I guess he was also sure. like because he was, it like, was near a gym or something. And... If I had to put together an Expendables
0: team of badasses in MSTV hey, movies, I'm gonna He's... have Trash be the the guy who pilots everybody.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Toblerone. Uh, that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toblerone. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen him in other stuff too, but I couldn't tell you what offhand. Oh man, yeah
2: his,
0: yeah, his side character. You look at him, and he's been in a bunch of Italian movies. But
3: oh yeah, those especially the Italian exploitation. You'll see so many of the same people.
0: It's mm-hmm. even it, it blurs the line when you're like, wow, they were actually in a legit good movie like Dario Argento Giallo* or it's <laughs> just <laughs> some popular, or they're an American person, you know, taking a break from you know a popular tv show because <laughs> that's all they saw at the drive-ins or part house theaters. <laughs> i love it
3: i love it when the credits are of like almost all italian names but then the director directed by vincent don directed by humphrey humberts <laughs> yeah <laughs> as if they're it gonna, is. As if, as if, oh that's a totally american name you guys
0: just it was guerrilla film style basically yeah um so then uh, our second to last one Third, technically is uh death stalker and the warriors from hell this is the third one
5: <laughs> George, George, i mean
0: George, we know how to count I promise uh, so do we i don't know i <laughs> we mean we had a tie in the last one oh, yeah. i mean you know we yeah uh, no relation to any other death stalker movies right, exactly. i mean are they, all, aren't of they all separate
3: from each other basically
0: yeah, I legit love ator and when you look like at Deathstalker, you're just like, "What was going on in anyone's mind?"
3: <laughs> the character of Deathstalker changed for each movie. The first movie, he's like an amoral asshole. Second movie, he's a goofball.
0: Yeah, he's kind of yeah. amoral too, though. Well, yeah,
3: but like, but he's goofier. But he's like,
0: at, he's only, le- like he's- at least he eventually leads a rebellion, and that that guy went on to become a hit TV director, you know, John Trulesky.
3: Like, the playing him in the second movie seemed to know, like, this movie's bad, but I'm gonna have fun with it.
0: Yeah, he he and Winorski would rewrite the dialogue, and that was so cool seeing that as part of the MST3K live final <laughs> yeah. farewell tour oh because...
3: I'll, I'll have my revenge and Deathstalker 2, like, oh, fuck you. You're
0: right. <laughs> and that, then they had that. to edit it, you could tell, and part three, basically, you can tell they just edited... Uh, out just all the boring scenes because there's just very slow transitions and more of the villain laughing and you're like okay let's get on with this <laughs> let's get to the horses ambushing and the utter goofy looking wizards and it's just so funny how the romantic lead just seems to be guffawing while she's kissing the hero halfway and it's even an even bigger shame because the lead you know is just very is like he's people have, you guys have all noted this his accent changes and he went on to have a big TV career. He was one of the villains on the fifth season of Twenty Four. <laughs> and you're like, man, oh. these TV <laughs> actors, baby, you know, just <laughs> they can be good or bad depending on the production.
3: <laughs> it seems. I like mean, some like actors, yeah. Uh, just,
0: and it, it is funny seeing them critique the the fight scene because Hawk himself from Buck Rogers is the villain here, and he's just yep. going to town, shooting the scenery and. It's Like they didn't know how to orchestrate the fight scene and they just did it in one take. There's like, let's hit each other with plastic, plastic swords, but let's not hit each other because then it's apparent. It's plastic I just, swords.
4: Re- I was surprised to see who was bald, you know, because I remember him and uh, Buck Rogers with feathers on his head,
0: yeah. And, <laughs> and you look at his resume, and it's all kinds of classy New York theater and then <laughs> guest appearances on all the Law and Orders and then uh, you know, soap operas. You're like, he didn't. He's not shabby in terms of career, but, man. You'll give me how much? Okay. <laughs> and that's why it was funny seeing him in Wizards of the Lost Kingdom 1 and 2 on the recent Jonah era. <laughs> that's you know, that like, one... hard. He did the those basically is... back-to-back just in Brazil right, with Roger Corman's company. And Neither movie
3: have anything to do with each other.
0: No. And Carradine <laughs> slumming it with his girlfriend.
2: And, well, that's talking <laughs>
0: Talking and, about uh, people uh, who are uh, on screen and chewing scenery, uh, we forgot in Outlaw to talk about Jack Palance.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, we kind I of mean, you over know, it. He, he chewed all
0: angry. the scenery. Yeah, this I, needed more Palance. This totally needed more it. Palance.
3: <laughs> that was that's true of a lot of movies he was in in that era. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's he a for... loud and
0: bombastic actor for sure. Oh, definitely. He, he, he's I, the best. I mean, uh, he's, he's the, the best father, part. of you wait so? he is but, definitely uh, the best part of shane yeah but well so like, no, the, the
3: shape of the shape of things to come he's the easily the best part of that
4: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that reason
3: yeah
4: the, the woman in that uh terry treese i think is the actress's name she mm-hmm. played yeah. in alienation the tv series oh. really yeah, yeah. so well, she was already in b movie city <laughs> right. as a love interest to <laughs> officer sykes or whatever his name
2: uh, is. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so, yeah. You know, they they start developing. You know, and they get to the TV movies in later years, and
3: they 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 actually get together. Nice. Yeah, her her IMDb photo is her character from Alienation. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm sure she got plenty of fan mail from either.
4: <laughs> and she was um, also in. I I hope I'm not wrong about this, but she was also in like House Three.
0: I think so, with Lance Hendrickson. It's one it's of those not, ones that
4: went directly to, to videotape. Hmm.
0: I, I think it had a limited screening, but yeah, it was a USA, it, up all night type movie, and
4: yeah. it's
0: more like Shocker in the First Power <laughs> than it has anything to do with House 1 and 2. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, they weren't really connected too much.
0: Yeah, it's basically an evil TV played by Ryan James from Blade Runner. <laughs> and does Ryan James ever appear in any MST3K movie? I know he has a few Riff Tracks appearances.
2: I don't. Yeah, good question. Is he's in cons- that
0: one crazy one where he's like a
3: zombie with Bo Hopkins and Wings Hauser using? He's a, he's, uh, albi- he's like an albino scientist.
6: Yeah, as uh, Nightmare No. Yeah, but Nightmare George Candy. Right, yeah. George Candy
3: yeah. yeah. also slumming it, which oh, typical George. He did, a lot. He, he did he all, all the like, parts, so
0: we'll give him credit for cranking through all those. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, he I, he I, he I, had Cool Hand Luke, and then there was everything else. <laughs> um, so we had as our final entry, we could not decide. We had, all of them were good <laughs> picks. We had a tie between <laughs> Alien from L.A. and San Francisco International. <laughs> so well, why do I'll... these movies all ring true to you guys? You know, Kathy well, Ireland's every... squeaky voice, or Clue oh, Gallagher's handsome nature? <laughs> I liked uh, I think...
4: all the character actors that were in uh, in San Francisco International. Yeah, Those segments bring <laughs> back every
1: great character that they had as guest characters on mystery science theater in response to mike's circle impression
0: yeah yeah it, and it, it, at, this, at this point yeah it is cool it's seeing and beefcake uh, frank and trace right that's true them inviting basically all this roster of characters to the thanksgiving
5: dinner where pearl basically poisoned everybody
0: <laughs> yeah what Night of blood beast
5: Mm-hmm. one of my favorite riffs from sf international is looks like he got that plane out of a cereal box and it looks like <laughs> it came out of a cereal yeah box. it looks like an old model <laughs> it was a perfect perfect call oh man and
0: all these you know tv curiosities where these pilots that don't get picked up but still get circulated on antenna channels because <laughs> they need something to fill the time <laughs>
5: I noticed I from know. the font on SF International it looked like the NBC mystery movie. I wonder if they were considering it for that. It might have been. That, that would know, make better
2: sense. Yeah. yeah.
4: I think it was like a pilot. Yeah. yeah. Right. Then, that was also really a rapid. time that they were doing a lot of those airplane disaster movies too and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Superdome was a fun one on KTMA. <laughs> so it's
4: it's sort of like oh, yeah. when, That's probably my sort, favorite.
3: Of
4: like when, sort of like when they made Tornado in response to Twister
3: oh right. lord Bruce and then or a movie just had a twister in it for no reason yeah <laughs> right. i remember uh there's a there's or that man. movie Natalie portman did where she gives birth in a walmart and there's a scene in the movie later on that has a twister in it so yeah it, is it like, came out around the same time as that movie like there's no reason for us to be here other than the fact that twister came out and it did well
0: right we need a random movie playing in the background so there was also a in-
3: movie a movie called night of the twisters that starred Devin sawa from like the nineties was a tv movies is based apparently, supposedly is apparently based on some true events and i think brad durafson is a meteorologist
0: there is that there was another like twister in the sky which had bruce campbell and he gets
4: killed at the very beginning or something like that. Uh, i thought he only did tornado for that
0: that's what i'm was... thinking <laughs> tornado yeah
4: <laughs>
5: well sf um, international also has the tv movie Hippy with the guitar guys yes. remember that it was, yeah yeah that it was, was just really oh, man. Way so also,
1: there's, also there's that moment with like the the people wearing orange in the airport they're either followers of the Maharishi Veda or maybe a cult
0: <laughs> yeah it's like why did we pick this airport it album? seems
1: it seems like really important that they archived that moment in history
0: yeah is <laughs> it makes you wonder if they interrupted their filming at that airport
3: or something I, Cause, like you say, it doesn't have anything to do with the plot. It's just scenery. <laughs> like, okay, let's just let's just film them in there. Whatever. Let's just keep rolling. Oh, you, see air,
4: you see airplane movies yeah. or airport movies, and you see that stuff where they got the you know the religious fanatics, you know, Zen like and such.
3: Very <laughs> <Harry laughs> Christian. Well, yeah. well, airplane airplane makes one of that. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's great. clue
2: the with lower...
5: Robert with Robert Stack beating up a few of them. mm Hmm. <laughs> Good old be being the loudest guy on the plane but that's his cover to get the bad guy remember <laughs> Just like, hey everybody look at me oh, okay you're under arrest uh, you know? totally it was oh man Damn, very man. very
0: 70s very 70s and alien from la i mean i've enjoyed some of albert peon's trash like cyborg and nemesis and some of his other movies with uh, uh, i was
4: really getting into her voice i really liked it
0: really i i mean she's <laughs> Uh, it's a cool character my, for her. My I brother think. actually just... dated a
4: girl who was gorgeous who had a, had a a literally had a voice like that.
3: Is, oh, her, really? is Kathy Ireland's is... voice that high-pitched in real life? I don't
0: think it is. I think, no, no, I think she no, was no. directed
4: to do it. Okay. Oh, oh really? that's it. Okay.
0: And Pian, it's just so weird how he just doesn't just seem lo- to be directing anybody in this.
3: I just love, like, they give her the biggest glasses ever. Like, oh, she's unattractive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we so all that was
1: she's a, old dad in Australian Atlantis.
3: Oh, really? You know what? Huh? The concept of Atlantis being some underground city, like instead of underwater, I like that idea. And he was so underground in California. Well, like kind go of a cool concept for a movie. she goes. She goes to Africa. She had tra- her dad was looking for it in Africa. She goes. She's the the reason why she, it's alien from LA is because she's the alien from LA. But she travels to Africa where her dad disappeared.
1: Mm-hmm. And then there's an underground bridge to Australia.
3: I you actually I, I rewatched I, I rewatched. Oh, I actually I rewatched that episode. There's like well there's there's a guy in the movie with an Australian accent who she calls Gus.
2: <laughs>
3: I rewatched it recently on I rewatched it recently on the on the MST app on the Gizmoplex app. Oh wow. Nice. It's one of my it's one of my favorites because of just how ridiculous it is and just again the weird like ways like of just thinking like like, you know, it's like you don't always forget Kathy Allen is a beautiful woman when her voice is just wow. <laughs> I'll say this: Sometimes they they make the joke about her giving dull surprise, but there are some moments in the movie where she gives reactions that are like comically over the top that I that I think are funny.
5: Yeah, when they're meant to be funny. <laughs> How many Central actually ran that unripped? Huh. I'm not yeah. surprised. Yeah, I think of like a year or so. I think it's about the time Mr. Science Theater was going off the air. Uh, I'm sure it was Rick. a USA Up All Night movie. Yeah. Joe Bob Briggs reviewed it, <laughs> but like I remember. It's not really a comedy, but anyway.
3: Her, like her, at the beginning of the movie, her douchey ex boyfriend was a douchey blonde guy in that Robot Wars movie. Like I'm watching, him like, that guy looks familiar. I'm like, oh my god, it's that guy! Like and and once again, it's like it. I've watched. It's one again. I've watched too many of these movies. That's Maybe one right. of the new
4: ones they've done on Mystery
3: Science Theater. Yeah, robot recently. Yeah. yeah,
4: and Tom Matthews he, from one of the like, Friday he, the Thirteenth films. He looked like
3: or... a he looked like a poor man's Kiefer Sutherland. Oh dear. Kind of, like, he's he's definitely giving all that 80s douche vibe, like, that you... Because, like, every 80s movie usually had a blonde douche guy. And, yeah, and, like, a James you Spader or... Something. James <laughs> Spader, Billy Zabka, yeah. or, like, Kiefer Sutherland. Those are, like, Someone your big three. The bad boy, yeah. Those are your big three douches of the 80s. <laughs> You're forgetting Judd Nelson, how dare you. Um. Well, blonde. <laughs> like, Judd Nelson wasn't blonde. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. ju- ju- we're going by... A <laughs>
0: Oh man!
1: Uh, Look, so alien, alien from LA also has the invention exchange bit with the vendigut. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. really one of their sickest jokes. But I always loved the the idea of inserting yeah. millions of dollars in quarters for a oh, liver. Yes. Do
5: you have yeah. one hundred twenty five thousand
3: dollars of quarters, Frank?
5: I As a matter of fact, I do. Well, you, you get to see Frank's liver on the floor, and they echo it later with Crow vomiting up metal parts so it was like nice, it was a nice companion piece to that so uh, totally you could tell <laughs> the writers were hey let's run with this <laughs>
2: yep and
0: deep roy he was best known for his various sci-fi movie and tv appearances was in there in heavy makeup Was <laughs> the his crazy eye yeah uh, yeah he's a, like he played
3: a he played a chimp in a golang globus movie going bananas
2: mm-hmm yeah. With uh
3: with Dom Delawise and um Jimmy uh JJ Walker and the kid from Over the Top. Uh-huh. David Mendethal. And uh, yeah, I think so. And like yeah. the mo- and the monkey could talk. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Bonds though, I think his name was but I'm pretty sure <laughs> he was voiced over by like Frank Welker, because I would imagine it's Frank Welker because Frank Welker does all the <laughs> normal voices. Yeah, especially if it's a wild ape. <laughs> yeah. And like I've seen clips of this movie like from a review. I've never seen the whole movie, but like it's nuts <laughs> especially when the monkey talks like Bonzo love Ben it's like yeah, no stop that, that. Please stop. <laughs> horrifying apparently for that movie Golan Globe Manahan Golan wanted the Clyde the orangutan from every Which Way but loose to be in it and apparently even had a meeting set up to talk to him to talk to the orangutan <laughs> oh to be oh how I would love to have seen that meeting
0: yeah I can only no, imagine I mean,
3: Men- 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 Menahem Golan Same. sound like just the most insane person.
0: Well, is it certainly yeah. is. Like the Apple. Which yeah. Oh my, the God. God. oh my God. The Apple is <laughs> terrible. <wow. laughs> Have they done I that think... at Rift Tracks yet?
3: <laughs> yes.
5: Rift Tracks has done
3: that. Yes. Okay. that one. It's yeah. amazing. It's one of their early ones because it's before they had the opening intro song. I missed yeah. that. What movie was this we're talking about? Yeah. The, the Apple. apple. apple oh the yeah. app the musical thing yeah yeah they yeah. riffrax right. did that years ago yeah that's one of, that's like that was one they did before they had the opening like animation intro by J- by jonathan colton <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah it's, it's got it's got um um joss ackland's in it mm-hmm. the bad guy from red dawn um yep. the land the landlady's played by this one british actress in just tons of things yeah, i've mm-hmm. seen her in a black adder. Uh, she was Oh yeah, oh yeah, she she was in the Harry Potter movies as like a teacher. She was apparently the first person on TV, British TV to say fuck. Mir- Miriam Margolyes. Yeah, she's known for being I want that kid. on
0: someone's yeah, tombstone. Did. First person to say fuck.
3: I didn't realize in like, the on, Apple on British TV she was the first person to say yeah. And like in in the Apple she's like this Jewish landlady like she's she'll she even says "machugana," I'm pretty sure, at one point.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she, uh,
3: she's pretty over the top. Well, everything's over the top in that movie. No, yeah. there's nothing, subtle. It's a biblical allegory. Suppose, <laughs> I didn't realize.
4: I didn't realize that was Captain She did Adam and the apple and stuff. It's actually, the I think she was also in James and the Giant Peach. Also, oh, wow. yeah,
3: she was. She was. She was the. Late, yeah. Also, um, what's her name? Finola Hughes, actress Fanola Hughes. She was in the app. She's is a it's a very brief and and you'll miss it. Scene of her, but she appears in the movie for the uh the, the speed song.
0: Wow, <laughs> that weird ass drug song
3: yeah speed was that now any more speed oh why'd you say so that's like one of the <laughs> riffs like well i got so much meat <laughs> <laughs> oh man but like if I, didn't I, reckon,
5: a- I didn't recognize catherine mary stewart until i saw the end credits so i went through that whole movie and then I- yeah that was her she looks totally she different know. from her other-, her other movies like you know night of the comet or whatever her singing voice was dubbed apparently she had recorded yeah. her own singing
3: but like manahem Golden didn't think it was good enough or something I mean,
0: I would do a double feature with Rocky Horror, but
2: Mm -hmm. heavy-handed and all. Yeah, good call. Yeah.
0: So we had some honorable mentions. We had Teenage Strangler, and we had the Coleman Francis trilogy. Who wants to name off the Coleman trilogy
2: of Beast of
0: Yucca
3: Flats? Beast of Yucca Flats. Uh, Oh no! It
0: goes skydivers.
3: The skydivers. Uh, Beast Beast of Yucca Flats. Flats And I don't think I've seen all the. I don't think I've seen all the Coleman Francis movies yet. So. Oof. Oh, you, you, you've you missed so much, yeah. believe me. Now Those are <laughs> now, those are bleak. Red yeah. Zone Cuba is the, is the Nitro Train Mondofine. Yes. Mm, yeah. John
0: Carradine.
2: John Carradine. Seems. John
3: Carradine. <laughs> <laughs> John
2: Carradine. <laughs> I'm the voice for, for nothing.
5: Fines. I'm Cherokee Jack. I'm yep. Cherokee oh, oh, Cher- oh, Cher- oh,
3: Jack. <laughs> I, I love Riff Track's joke about John Carradine. John Carradine walked out of the street and bad movies just form around him.
0: Fact, mm-hmm. yeah, he and Cam Mitchell invented the whole just be a wise man who curses people out or be a angry police chief who sits at a desk Oh years, yeah.
2: years oh. before Bruce Willis wow. was doing that.
3: I remember Riff Tracks when they did yeah. Jacko it's like special appearance by John Heardy like can you call it a special appearance of the 700 movies he's done? And it's like say for, for Cameron Mitchell. <laughs> exactly. Like can you really call it a special appearance after they've done like a? which at this point both I think both actors had, had died by that point when Jacko came out. John Carradine definitely had died at that point. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Exactly. Because, so, like, he died in 88 or 89 and he came out in 94. <laughs> so, like, they used stock footage from some other movie he had done. So they, uh, Bela Lugosi'd him.
2: Yeah. Yes,
0: yeah. essentially, he was the next Bela Lugosi. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> but,
0: so, why do we love Teenage Stringler so much? <laughs> well, Mikey beginning. is so goofy.
6: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like, yeah. it's got a kind of endearing feel to it because you know you you can tell everybody who was involved really cared i mean yeah mikey is goofy but mm-hmm. it's because he was really trying so hard to give such he meaning was, he was, was apparently impersonating the the, the the female actress the lead female. yeah i took his cues from her because she was the only one who actually had ever really acted before but yeah, I, I don't know. I find it I find it very endearing because it just has this whole community theater. <laughs> and we're going to show off Huntington, West Virginia, and I don't know. I just yeah. I, know. <laughs> yeah. I was very like that when I found
3: when I found out that that's what was being made. I was when I found out the movie was made there. That was shocking when I, f- when I first watched the episode. Loud, Wild. because <laughs> that's you know, and like the, the opening shot is of the old Huntington High High School. It's, it's no longer the high school.
5: <laughs> were you around yet when that was made? Were you born? Oh, me? Oh no, I'm 35. Yeah. I was born
2: 1987.
5: Okay. I was like, oh, I was okay. like
3: two years old when MST was like a, on Comedy Central. I didn't really start. I didn't really start getting into the show until years after it ended.
5: I remember <laughs> black and white TV. I'm old. I mean, <laughs> I remember. I, do I remember 21. three channels. <laughs>
3: I'm you old. I, I remember
5: limited
3: limited limited channels. It's okay. not bad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh okay. I actually got a coworker needs me to call them, so I gotta I gotta end this this too okay, so Okay, well we would love to have you on here. <laughs> oh wait, no, wait wait wait. Okay, I think it's maybe I don't need to leave. Yeah, it's just someone was wanting me to the well, no,
2: mads are calling. I'm... No, I'm
3: Oh man, is, uh any
0: other ones else.
3: that we'd yeah. like to put in here. But yeah, T. H. Wrangler, yeah, like even taking out the fact that it's still in my hometown, yeah, the movie has like a charm to it.
2: <laughs>
5: it's a fun movie; it really is. It's it like it, it rolls well, and yeah, it's, you're inter- it's like, you're, you're, you don't lose your interest. It's very bar- it's barely,
3: it's barely over an hour, which, and I mean, unlike Manos, it doesn't, it doesn't drag like Manos, like because right. there's there's not so many sequence exactly. of nothing. Exactly. Like, Manos is just because, yeah, they had almost nothing to work with. Yeah. And this movie, though, they had like, there's usually dialogue or something at least going on.
0: I do like, like the legit cheesy sequels to Manos because people just <laughs> love the idea. <laughs> they just love all this.
3: I mean, the thing is, the story of Manos could probably make a legit creepy horror it's film. It's just like, a funny at least, movie. Like, <laughs> I think there are moments there are moments in the movie of like Torgo and the where Torgo is off-putting, in which part of that is because the actor was high at the time, but like there is this unsettlingness to the atmosphere. It's just mm-hmm. it's just, a dra- it just it just it just that drags too much.
0: They knew what they wanted. They just shouldn't have dubbed it over with elevator
3: music. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, this was filmed by people who didn't know how to make a movie. It was filmed with a camera that couldn't record sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I will still give it true for the fact that this was 1966, and this was a guy yeah. making a movie. Making an independent movie back then was almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, and hey, no I mean, in, in that regard, he won his bet with Sterling Silverthorne because the bet wasn't to make a good movie.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Because
3: that's how it all started. He was like, he had met Sterling Silverthorne because he was location scouting for something, yeah. and he said, "Oh, making a movie's not that hard. I could do that." So,
0: problem is. Uh, goofy yeah. movies are still entertaining,
3: so <laughs> yeah,
0: why does it like, make anything with quality anymore? <laughs>
3: like, I mean, the pro like, Manos is definitely like, I probably couldn't watch it without riff it without commentary because of just the dragging. I watched it, and and I, it's fun. I do love, I do love the Griff <laughs> version because it has a bit more like adult jokes in there. Oh, yeah, yes, <laughs> like Torgo being a pervert. Because mm-hmm. you totally could tell he
5: was being curving on that chick. Oh, <laughs> Trace, and, Trace and Frank did it a, a year ago, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, I, I got watched a copy that one of it. Now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, and Trace classics. pointed out that for what he had to work with, it's really, it flows fairly well. did, yeah. like, so he knows it like the back of his head. <laughs> yeah, like 80 second takes or something like that. And that, 30,
6: that's hard 30 to 30 do. Minutes. Yeah. How the many? could film more than 30 seconds at a time. 30 30.
5: Oh, wow. That's hard to do. It really is About six lives, master.
3: Why can't yeah. I have one for myself? Helping the sex with my hat hasn't been great.
6: So. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting example of outsider art, I think, in this in the sense that it's just so so beyond the mainstream. It becomes, at least for me, sort of mysteriously fascinating. And maybe I do so get
3: it is it is like, and again, it's admirable that this guy was able to do it because. Back these days, it's easy to make like for I want to make a movie, shoot, a movie, film something. There's, something yeah. there's so many like, well, okay, making a movie isn't e- it's still difficult, but like you could, there's way easier ways to make a movie. The technology and the money for it has decreased significantly. Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> but like, this guy had to make you know, again, with a camera that could only record for like 30 seconds at a time, no sound, you know, had to like and had to re dub everything and couldn't get everyone back to dub it. So he dubbed it. So he used only like three people to dub it. <laughs> oh, That's the little girl <laughs> sounding like an old lady,
5: trying to sound like a little girl, which upset her. Yeah, when yeah, she saw it, it in the it movie, did, she, did, yeah. she, did realize, she oh. didn't realize she didn't realize it did that.
3: I do believe, according to IMDb, Jackie Neiman Jones, who played Debbie, appeared in the Curse of Bigfoot movie. Yes, she did in she the, in the, the classroom. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And okay. She uh, she and her dad, uh, her dad guffawed when he saw his movie on MST3K. I can like,
3: only imagine. Like, I got a, that must <laughs> have been. I, I mean, just to be like watching the show one night, your experience for the night is the hands of fate, and he's like, and he's just thinking like this can't because this is before like you had you had something to tell you in advance what the episode was going to be, so you had to be mm-hmm. thinking like that can't, he had to be thinking that can't be what I think it is. <laughs> like how did how did Frank Conniff unearth this so, because he's the one that came across it so. exactly, and it's like it's under, they said it a normal would not be a movie they would put on the show because of just how nothing happens, but like. It
5: was just too bizarre not to show.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And I it's totally get like, that. It's almost like the movie The Ring where that video just appears out of nowhere.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, somehow this guy got a copy of this movie. Well, hell, yeah. like, that, that guy who bought a, a, a print of Miami Connection for on eBay. <laughs> and Kim thought they were playing a cruel joke on him when they were like, calling him to ask him about the exactly and i just and that's a movie like that's one to me is a perfect one of the perfect bad movies because like again it's always like there's pretty much always something happening on screen Mm -hmm. yeah like no there's never there's there's very little dull moment happening yeah and again and again based on behind the scenes stuff everyone seemed to have a fun time making it particularly the fact that a lot of them were students of yk kim the 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 local government gave permission for him to film without permits i mean this guy clearly was respected in the community yep so that's like that's again like when you hear stuff like that you're like you know what that's that's sweet and admirable that this got made because of those factors <laughs> and yeah I, so manos is something that's like yeah i'll give i give all the respect for manos getting the guy being able to make the movie and get it and get it have a premiere for it it may not turn out The apparently he wore the master's cloak years after her halloween <laughs> <laughs> so i'm glad to hear he wasn't didn't have a miserable experience from making it i'm glad it's i'm glad to hear he took it with stride and like still, was still proud of what he did and I got see and I, I can see why he should should I think he should be proud. Thousand percent it's a shame it really is a shame about the actor who played Torgo having depression like killing himself before the movie premiere. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. really as is as he's playing the role like he, you know the character's meant to be creepy and unsettling and Torgo is creepy and unsettling.
5: <laughs> no he did it he did a great job with
3: that part. It is he he's, he's I one mean, of a and, kind and the, the Tom Neiman is the master. Like his just staring off had like a good intense stare to him. It's like it was just again he just linger too long, exactly.
2: <laughs> to the point where it's like okay,
3: you've lost the point. At this point, it's not creepy anymore. It's just awkward. <laughs> and the actor is looking off camera like, "Is are we done?" Right. Like the one girl, why, don't, why don't you guys leave us alone? And then she's look at look. You can tell she's looking off camera like, "Is that it?" <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Stuff like that is just great. Where like you can tell the actors are just like not sure
5: what they're supposed to do. <laughs> well, most of the movie is: this, should we stay here or should we leave? You know, <laughs> they keep they keep it goes back and forth for almost the whole film. You know, ten miles might be ten thousand miles. Ten yeah. miles significantly is a
3: is not that bad of a walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the the deserts. I don't think the deserts are used too much in horror films, which is also a shame because that's a that's a good horror location. Yeah, that's because you know I know you're you're mostly away from civilization. Yeah, you hadn't seen that location before.
6: It, it's yeah, like you're,
3: do we know anything about the location
4: of that house or whatever they were in?
3: <laughs> I think it's at this point it's gone. Like it, I think it might have been torn yeah, down it's years gone. ago. I, mean, I read
4: Jackie's
1: book recently and got to yeah. interview her.
3: Like the house itself is gone. Like it got
5: torn down years afterwards. <laughs> There's a. <laughs> There's a documentary on uh, a couple of the DVD- DVDs that uh, that show the, it. They show it later, but but it's, yeah, I, it, yeah, it's gone now. So yeah, like yeah, just like oh yeah, this place looks fine. Let's let's ca-
3: let's sleep here for the night. Okay, <laughs> it's like the most ultimately clueless dad in a horror film.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yep. And That's before it was a cliche. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: All
0: the recycled lines—that was what I remember you, the most about.
3: And given that some of them were off-camera, you're like, was that intentional, or did they just added in to add padding? <laughs> Not dead the way you know it. He's with us always. Not dead the way you know it. He's with us always. She's my Sorry, baby.
0: Anyway. She'll understand.
3: She's my baby.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it makes that wood look like Shakespeare. Some of that dialogue. I mean... yeah. <laughs> you know what? Woods movie, the dialogue in his movies
3: tend to keep going. It doesn't have like a lot of long pauses. Yeah, the dialogue all, might be nonsensical at times, but it's going. It's right. there. You see, you see, your stupid minds, stupid,
5: stupid,
6: stupid, stupid.
5: He's dead. That much is for sure. And modern someone's modern, responsible. Modern <laughs>
3: modern women been like that through the ages. You know, I'll, I'll, need like, hold, I'll need something to hold. something to hold while you spire away. <laughs> it's like everyone. Everyone a does has a voice.
0: <laughs> oh, wild! Oh man! So this has been a joy having you all on here. If anyone would oh, care yeah. to promote
3: anything, you know. Um. Well, there's my website geekwithclipons.com where I write reviews. Nice. I also have items that I sell on Redbubble and TeePublic. Some of them, which are MST related i couldn't tell i'm just kidding well <laughs> if you if you've seen it i think i've shown it too yeah like i've got, I've got i one know i'm being one. a I ass. Got one, i've got one called torgo's <laughs> house city. yeah he looks after the place while you're away good old torgo mm-hmm. uh, this has been enjoy all oh uh, yeah
0: until next fun. time folks stay all misty right. <laughs> so bye have a have good one that's lego <laughs>
5: Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening.